plan your own written iron rod, choreography, just like a skateboarder. I love having a daughter who's been through dance. I've learned a whole lot of important stuff about psychology watching dancers and watching the process of dance. They start with the feel of how they want it to feel when they're done, what they want their audience to feel. Then they start orchestrating the music and the movements to create that feeling. You can do the same thing in your head to move you from a two through a one back to zero. You can orchestrate it. The reason, and I was grateful for an author who said willpower is not enough. I know the author of that book. I'm very grateful for his work. Willpower is not enough because if you don't have steps that you've created that you that make sense to you that you can hold on to, you the willpower is useless. Willpower without direction is useless. Replay, visualize the scenario several times using your iron rod written truths to conform the choreography to confirm the choreography will probably get you back to level zero if you find yourself in the same battle. So the phrase I train my clinicians of Sons of Heaven and Moroni to use the most is the word again, do it again. But I just did do it again. Tell me it again. Walk me through your success story again. Again. That's like three times already. Do it again. Do it again. Practice, act square. Practice using new iron rod first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So you have your cards, you practice them first thing in the morning, you practice them last thing at night. A strange thing I hear from people is, but what if I'm not having a battle at that time? I says, this is called practice. Will you practice before the battle, not during the battle? Now, how often? This is another question I get. Three to 10 times each practice session, depending on how urgent and important the change is for you. If going to the gym in the morning is not that big of a deal to you and it's you're okay if you don't win that battle sometimes, do it three times. If this is becoming life and death for you, you're going to lose a relationship, you're going to lose something else, then do it more. I was just going to make a comment if I could, Maurice. Is that okay? Please, Steve. Yeah, go. I've been go, in go. the Men and I program for about five and a half years, a year and a half on my own. But what I have learned through doing drills is... I've learned to be able to do drills before I go into battle zone, before I go into the cafeteria, before I go into the Walmart. I remember being at work and before going into the cafeteria area, walking down the hall, and by hearing the noise, I stopped in my tracks in the hall and started doing drills before I went into the battle zone. Mm -hmm. So practicing that helps you bring it up and it happens to me all the time before i go into walmart or something like all of a sudden be walking i'm not thinking all of a sudden i might see something that can trigger me i'm like oh i need to drill before i go in here in the middle of a battle zone thank you thank you so much three to ten times per practice session so one practice session in the morning one practice session at night first thing in the morning last thing before you go to sleep if you're feeling ambitious, if ambitious, add a practice session midday. So how long? Continue for three weeks if you're fighting a habit. Continue for 12 weeks if you're fighting an addiction. How do you know if it's a habit or an addiction? Well, if you do it for three weeks and it's still not fixed, do it for four. If you do it for four and it's still not fixed, do it for five. So let's separate. Strong emotions are not by definition bad. So you can be sad in an edifying way. Christ even demonstrated that you can be angry and still be edifying. The only time these strong emotions are off track is if 
they are pushing the temptation to behave contrary to your value system. For instance, I'm sad uh, in a edifying ways. I should go spend time with some other people that are sad also, and we can co co um, like my wife, my excuse me, my my younger brother's wife when her husband, my brother, was killed by a drunk driver. She joined a grief support group where they could edify each other by sharing their sadness in an edifying environment. A twisted version of sadness is I'm sad, therefore I should try alcohol for the first time. I'm sad, therefore I should start cutting myself on a regular basis. So strong emotions in and of themselves, just like the phrase, I'm tired, or my wife is very challenging sometimes, the original concept is not negative or positive. It can tilt one way or the other, depending on the pressure that's put on it. So I'm angry, at my, um, what I was told about health before. And so now I really need to get myself to the gym to work out better because, and I'm use that anger to motivate me or I'm angry that. So one for me, once I started catching Satan's involvement in my own marital destruction. And when I heard him say, Maurice, you're just a pawn on the chessboard. I'm here to make your wife cry. That's my favorite thing. I've been angry ever since. And so I use that anger to motivate me to look for these principles, to find them for me first. I'm selfish. Everything I teach you was for me first. And now I share it with others because it seems to be globally applicable. So sadness and grieving and anger are not automatically a satanic attack. Now, if you're working through something, um, just like someone who is like working on their physical conditioning after a car accident and they're still working to recover from it. Is Satan the kind of guy that would come up to you and kick your crutches out from underneath you to make it worse? Oh, yeah. So if you're trying to work through your sadness and he's all, let's make it worse for fun, that's where you have to watch out for him. And unfortunately, he doesn't play fair or nice. And so the person who does have three degree burns, he likes to go up and poke him. <laughs> does that hurt? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Like, really, dude? And if I feel more susceptible to that than the person next to me who doesn't have three degree burns, well, yeah, because he exploits opportunities to hurt. Why? Because he's a jerk. It's not rocket science. That's what jerks do. So if you feel sad because you should feel sad because you are in a sad situation, that is not a satanic experience. Then you watch for him trying to tilt it one way or the other. So one of the first things, this is a dangerous thing in my profession. If someone comes in my office and they're experiencing depression and I try to fix it right off the bat and I don't check to see if there's a legitimate reason. Okay, my daughter has cancer. My husband just got hit by a truck and wiped his legs out from him. I'm scared and I'm sad. Well, you have thinking errors. Let's fix your thinking errors. No, you don't, you don't do that in this job. You got to assess the circumstance to see what feelings are appropriate. Like one guy who marries a woman who's been traumatized before. I'm nervous about getting married to her. Good. You should be. You gotta, you're going to be taking on some stuff that you're not going to be as prepared for as you might think you are. So I want you to proceed with trepidation, but not with panic. All right. So I invite all of you to um, get your D part out. In my other classes, I'm obnoxious about every week we are going to Check to say your DPARs. You should be doing one a day on just about any subject. Reflect over the last period of time. Discover by remembering or learning ways to do better. Plan it. Don't hope. Plan. Choreograph. Strategize. 
Book of Mormon teaches us it's appropriate to use stratagem against the Lamanites. Captain Moroni was very strategic. Okay, We should be strategic and we should be creative in that strategy. We should try things that have never been tried before. And we should act upon it. And just like athletes who get their fanny kicked, football players who lose yards on many plays, we huddle, we reflect, we discover, we plan, and we act again. This is what I believe is meant when President Nielsen says you should be repenting every day. You should be going through this cycle every day. Find something that needs some refinement. And don't just say, Heavenly Father, forgive me. Bring some strategy to it. So we actually have a reason to believe we're going to grow that 1% every day.